aka Patters. Can can you hear the excitement? I oh my I love I love this time of year. Every year I do the 31 days of dread. It gets easier. It gets easier and more fun because doing one horror movie a day for the entire month it's a grind. Let, uh, let, can we just get through that intro? Because I want to talk to you. Let's just let's do it. Let's do it. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for hanging out. Peter A. DeLuca here, aka the Eclectic One, aka Hot Sauce, aka your boy, aka the World Sketchbook Champion, also known as the Father of Diamond Dallas Cat. Are you with me? This is the Thirty-One Days of Dread. This is. Uh, like almost a glorious obsession of mine. And I, I'm going to, uh, five years I've been doing horror movies. Like what a great run, what a great like somewhat like by, uh, by anniversary, by decade. I don't know what you even call it. Call it a nickel. It's a dime. I mean, nickel. It's a nickel. I don't know my coins. But yeah, so. What is a 31 Days of Dread? Why is it important? Because, look, I'm, I'm putting my money where my mouth is. I always said I wanted this podcast. You know, like, it took me years to find a voice. It took me years to get into really what I was doing. To develop what the ideas of this podcast were, okay? The big idea that that magnified, that, 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 uh, that formed... In front of my eyes, the big idea was that it was going to be focused on long-form film conversation. Now, this this is through me having guests on, collaborators, trying to be more of a producer so two people can, can get joined together and equally care and be aggressive and, and, and uh, develop a podcast into uh, a type of content that, that the world like cares about but more importantly us develop something that we care about and i went through go back scroll down through this feed okay and you will see the early days you, you can actually go to akapad.com type in dream warriors in, in the search you will witness this like like learning curve this pain that i went through just to be more comfortable in sitting down and talking to you. And the more I was resistant on doing it myself, I found ways. I found ways to uh, practice, to get the reps in, to be consistent, to uh, find angles and nuance of opinion so I can pour my heart and tear apart the marrow of my bones and give it to you. And with confident, say that this podcast, aka Audio Audacity, aka Pads Audio Audacity, is focused on long form film discussion. It's not about hot takes. We don't do the hot takes here. What we do is we look at a movie, we look at it again, and we think about it, and we consider things like intent. We consider things like the the time, the age. The era that it was made in. We consider almost everything that's ignored today. Like where where are these top film critics if they're not on YouTube? What YouTuber is discussing a movie 
right? Not summarizing it, but discussing a movie for more than six, seven minutes. Okay? Who, maybe there's one other, like, you know, there, there's some YouTubers that do month-long themes about movies. And they do have some insight and they, you know, but a lot of it, so much of it, they're either too short or they focus on summary. No one just sits down and wants to talk to you about cool things about movies. <laughs> they don't. Uh, yeah, so the 31 Days of Dread, it's five years of me studying horror movies. Of me knowing almost every single trope. Every single, feels like I know every single director. I know every single production house. I know all of the errors. You know, like outside of doing the early black and white silent stuff, which I really should do. But I've done bucket movies. I've done uh, odd sequels within the series, like made for TV, like Omen movies and, and Species, like four. I did, I did, I think I did Omen four and Species four, like within the same year. I've done very low budget, out of your pocket, credit card debt horror movies. I've done some foreign ones. Uh, foreign is a little bit of a, of a black hole. Every year I write down a list of foreign movies. I just don't get to it. I really don't. And I say, well, we're going to pick some of this up as the year goes on. Unfortunately, in 2021, I was dealing with a, a year-long theme that it felt like uh, with <laughs> Netflix. And, uh, oh my God, it kind of sucks. Because the, my Netflix little obsession slowed me down. Uh, even though you know I did have other work like this other elements of a of a workload uh, to a deal with deadlines and and, and such uh, I missed like all these covid releases I had a month of Godzilla planned uh, I had a month of Mortal Kombat mapped out uh, you know and a lot of the stuff to keep in mind um, my mindset is oh I can just you know I can catch up and do a dump I can catch up and do a dump that never happens. It just doesn't anymore. It used to. I would like for me to be able to hit that gear again. Uh, maybe we'll find out if I do fall behind during the 31 Days of Dread. But I seriously doubt it. Because let, let, let's just get into it. Okay. Because what, what we have here. What I'm about to discuss with you. Like I don't think I even did this last year. Right? I got every single movie mapped out. All of it. And I'm just going to run run through what the themes are and why. Okay? Even, like, I'll touch on this within every episode. But but we're, we're going to start. We're going to start with James Wan. James Wan is who I consider. He, he's the guy behind Saul and The Conjuring. But James Wan created $2 billion horror franchises. The only other person to do this is Wes Craven. Or, you know, like, I'm not sure if Scream hit a billion. But, you know, he did Scream. He did Nightmare on Elm Street. Both of those series, I say series, will be featured this year. So we are doing, I guess, like two horror franchise juggernauts. Maybe two of the biggest. Because I, I don't know who else even comes close. James Wan, we're doing Malignant Day One. That's today. I'm dropping that today. Because I'm talking to you on October 1st. 
Then it's Conjuring 1, 2, 3. Conjuring 2 inspired me so much. I had to put in the nun. Then if I was going to put in the nun. The nun's like the demon in the second Conjuring. And holy shit. I'll just say that. I had to put in Annabelle for day 6. And then, why are we not fascinated with Chris Rock being in a Saul movie? Day 7, Spiral. Now we have two bucket list movies, original and remake. Worker Man and Worker Man 06 starring Nicolas Cage. Uh, I am crazy, crazy excited to talk to you about Day 9, the Nicolas Cage Worker Man. Because if you haven't guessed, if the internet hates and makes fun of something... Guess what, kids? It's not that bad. Okay? Then we have some. We have two more bucket list movies. So we're in the block of bucket list movies. Frailty, Bill Paxton, Matthew McConaughey. Bill Paxton directed that. The Fog. The Fog. So I, I tried watching The Fog one time with my mother, and it flipped me the fuck out. I haven't tried watching the movie since I was a kid. We're going to go through it. Then we have sequels. They... 12, day 13. The Purge, Forever Purge, The Quiet Place, Quiet Place 2. Okay, Marcus Nispel. He's, he's, he is a master at just shooting. Okay, if you don't know him, look him up. Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake, and I'm pretty sure he did the Friday the 13th remake. Conan the Barbarian remake. This dude did a Frankenstein movie that was... Like presented to you by Martin Scorsese, and it has an all-star cast. I never heard of this movie. It came up on my Amazon Prime. I said, what the fuck is this? I checked it out. Now I'm going to talk to you about it. Speaking of Scream, we got Scream 1, 2, and 3. That brings us into day 18. We have what we do in the shadows. I don't know if I discussed this before. I just recently rewatched it for potentially a third time. Another bucket list movie. Eddie Murphy, Disney, The Haunted Mansion. I don't know. I was just so... Like, I was in a good rhythm of doing bucket list movies. I had to put this one in there. And then we have who I consider to be the modern day... I guess, like, up up to, like, the 90s, the, the early 2000s. Clive Barker, the freaking asshole genius... I'm so jealous of him. <laughs> the genius that he is. Hellraiser. One and two. Barker over King. Any day of the week. And then we have. What the hell. What the hell. We have a perfect definition of emo. We have a amazing folding of the idea of emo music. Into horror. We have Jennifer's body. And you, you out there, you listening, you son of a bitch, you listen to everyone out there that trashed this movie. This movie, this movie is incredible. That's all I'm going to say. We're going to talk about it. Then here we go. Nightmare on Elm Street, Freddy's Revenge, Dream Warriors, Dream Master, Dream Child, Freddy's Dead, Final Nightmare, we will be doing all of the Nightmare on Elm Street movies. No Nightmare Before Christmas. Didn't make it this year. Again. Then we're... 
<laughs> here we go. You, you guys knew this was coming. We're back on Netflix. Brand new cherry flavor. Fear Street. Midnight Mass. To close it out. Now, along the way, there's going to be horror movie drops on Netflix, Amazon Prime, Hulu, Paramount Plus, HBO Max. Venom is in theaters right the fuck now. Okay, we'll be dropping those too. So be ready. We're doing a lot of drops. By the time we get out of this, we're, we're going to be past episode 400, by the way. So all of you, all of my AKA patterns, love something, create something, go out there, do something from, if you have a phone, you have a, an audio and visual studio in your pocket. You have a blank piece of paper. You can create. Go out there and create. Let's do this. Happy Halloween. Happy October. Right here, right now. We're going to roll this into day one of the 31 Days of Dread. Malignant. Directed by the genius James Wan.